last night we had a guy call in, and a lot of people call in to thank Coach Mack as, mm-hmm. as well they should for, for offering his expertise uh, uh, on Titans Radio, also on 104.5 The Zone and in so many uh, ways, shapes, and forms. Um, uh, but this guy got a little emotional last night. What was his name, Hunk? Larry. Larry, yeah. Uh, Larry got a little emotional. Check this out before we go to Coach Mack. Hey, Larry, how are you? Thanks for calling this evening. Happy New Year. Happy New Year to you. Thank you. Section 222. Section 222. That go. makes me very happy. Yes, sir. Any time anytime we get calls, anytime we get calls from people that are, that are sitting in Nissan Stadium, we really like it. You are the bomb. <laughs> well, that's very kind of you. And as I say, I'm so fortunate to have been able to uh, to have had this opportunity, and now to see everything that it's that it's grown into <laughs> since I've been here. And when they they asked Rhett and I, you know, if we would do this show, and we came up with this format, the format that we wanted was to give some real deep football information, but also to talk to the fans, and that's what we absolutely love. Love, love every minute of it, and anybody that does not listen to you. And emotional founder since they came. You're the mom. If they don't listen to you, they're losing out. Aw, that's so sweet. The message is right. It is. Beyond the emotion. It Um, is. Coach Mack joins us now as he does every Wednesday at 320. Coach Mack, uh, there were a couple of calls like that last night as we as we rolled to the conclusion of this year's uh, version of Mac Talk. Well, hey, hey uh, good afternoon, guys. You know what? And seriously, the the platform that we're all afforded, you know, I had no idea what to expect five seasons ago when they offered me this chance to come back. And, you know, basically I thought I was coming back just to do games, and it's morphed into a lot more than that. And, you know, all the years that I coached in this league, you can interact with the fans a little, but not a lot. But now I can do it, you know, a lot. And so, you know, that, that means a lot. It meant a lot to Rhett and I both. I mean, ever since we've launched that show, it, it was for the purpose of, and, and they said, well, what format do you want? First of all, they asked me, who do you want to be your co-host? And I said, well, my number one draft pick is Rhett Bryan. <laughs> and so when we started that, we wanted the fans to interact. And, and it's been, I mean, Joe Hunt produces our show. He does a great job with it. But last That's night good. we had wall-to-wall calls. We could not fit them all in, which to me is very humbling. And, again, when people get the, look, if you're invested emotionally in the National Football League, then I'm all in with that because guess who else is invested emotionally? Me. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And have been all my life. So that was a pretty humbling experience. But uh, if, whenever – and plus, guys, look, all you guys have been involved in big-time sports for all of your life. When you win, how much does that bring everybody together from all different walks of mm-hmm. life and everything? I mean, you can see the stands just after the last game. People are high-fiving people. They have no idea who they are. But yeah. they're high fiving people, and they're very, very happy about it. So it's it's real, and it's getting to get it's getting ready to get a lot more real here. I feel the obviously we feel the energy in this room. We just uh, jammed out our entire first segment, but you feel the energy from uh, from this fan base too, big time, Coach Mac, and especially today too, when you pull up the social medias and there's nothing but video of Derrick Henry back in his span. Index, back on the practice field, moving along today, and oh wow, what a sight to see! Can you tell anything from from 
being out there and watching him in practice or watching these videos that are out there? Well, Don, I mean, and you're completely right. But, I mean, everybody was looking forward to this. The first thing you do know, look, he's been doing a lot of work, you know, with, with uh, medical people before he got out on the field today, right? Mm-hmm. He could not do what he had done today. Just that's the first time he's ever tested that, you know, tested that foot out. So it, it's been, it's been, it's a progressive thing. Going through all my years of, of going through injuries with players, it's a progressive thing. There is so much work that goes on. You know this, Don. I mean, you were a collegiate athlete. There's so much work that goes on behind the scenes when nobody's watching. That's a pretty lonely time when you're injured. And so clearly we knew that Derrick Henry was going to put in that type of work. And so it was, it was, it was kind of gratifying to see him out there today. Now, what you have to do, and I, I know you know this, and, and your co-hosts there know this, and hopefully people that are listening to us, which are quite a few, know will will take a hold of this. You have to see how it, it responds. See how it responds the next day, the next day, the next day. And this is the ultimate, Don, and you know what I'm going to say, but this is the ultimate for everybody to keep their powder dry. This is the <laughs> ultimate of this. This, this, this is what it, the phrase was made for. Yeah, I don't think Slay uh, kept the powder dry. No, nope. but you know what? Let, let, let me say this: Slay doesn't have to. I don't want Slay to ever keep his powder dry. First of all, Slay's never had his powder dry ever. ever. I don't want him. I don't want Slay to keep his powder dry. If, if Slay were to try to keep his powder dry, his head would blow off. Well, he there's just there's just too much hype man in it. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. My man, no. And, and we'll talk more about Derrick Henry, but but yeah. let's let's talk okay. about Deontay Foreman for a second because I went back let's and looked. That. That, that 132 yards against Miami didn't come against some regular rinky-dink defense. That that defense is a very good defense for the Miami Dolphins, and and we were talking with Roger Saffold about that, and he, and he certainly agreed. But I went back and looked at the numbers. So the 132 yards by Deontay Foreman was the most rushing yardage given to a running back by Miami all season, and they had gone 11 consecutive games without giving up a 100-yard rusher. And it's not just you know, run-of-the-mill running back. Here are some of the names. Alvin Kamara, Saquon Barkley, Christian McCaffrey, Lamar Jackson, obviously quarterback, Philip Lindsay, Josh Allen, Corderell Patterson, Leonard Fournette, James Robinson. I mean, these are some names in the league that didn't get to that 100-yard mark, and that's a credit to Deontay Foreman for running with his hair on fire, but also to that offensive line that was pushing people down the field. Brent, I really, I always appreciate the research that you do because it's legit, and I and I, I like that, and that that's something that, that needs to be brought out. And the other thing is, uh, if you if you really look at it, start calculating the number of yards that he made within those yards after contact. Seventy one. I mean, okay, let's <laughs> see. I knew I knew you'd have it. <laughs> <laughs> and, and to to me, that just points out. And and let's not let's not skip over the the real fact that this was the first game that those five offensive linemen have completed a game together yes. in seventeen weeks. Now that that's really unheard of. But the, the DNA of this football team is physical football, and that's what those people are. And you, you brought up something that was very, very important because you look at the numbers that these, this, this, this running back by committee has produced since Derrick Henry was not able to play. It's pretty similar to what we were doing with a singular horse, which tells you that this is in the DNA of this, of this football team. So when you really get that, look, Derrick Henry is special, special, special. 
And when you when you get him back, I mean, what was you you watch all those things today? The, you, know, you see Derrick Henry out there, but you also see Julio out there. You see, it's the team that we all envisioned when they were all together, and we've never been able to see. And they're still in this position with a victory, which they got to work on and they got to practice to get it. Uh, this weekend will be the number one seed in the AFC. Let that sink in for a minute, <clears throat> playing 88 different players and all the things that we've talked about. And so this is something as a, as a, as a, I know it's a personal pride within a locker room and an organization, but this is something as a fan base to be, to be proud of because it takes a lot to be able to, to overcome what they've overcome and still be sitting right on the edge of the cliff of something really nice with a victory on Sunday. See, in this game, the Titans rushed for just under 200. Was it 198, 199, somewhere in there? And then they had the almost 300-yard game against the Patriots. They had another 200-yard game. I mean, there's three 200-yard rushing games, basically, since Derek went out, um, which honestly should provide him with some motivation to, to say, hey, hold on a second. I'm still the king. Don't forget about me. Let, let me out there. <laughs> yeah. Pull my well, first string. Of all, first of all, uh, Brent, I'm glad that you bring up that because – Let's let's talk a little bit. Let's go a little bit football depth into that. Both of these defenses, New England and Miami, are the same defenses, right? I mean, because that that's where Brian Flores got hit, and yep. they had all all up, all that that solid front six seven up and setting hard edges, and that's what they believe in. So you were it wasn't like you were running against six five and six man boxes with people that don't know how to play physical football. Okay. And and so that again just points out that if you are dedicated to it and it's in your DNA because it's hard for a while to make that stuff work. I mean that's this is what this team is. This is what this team is. It's what it was when I was here and it's what it has been since John Robinson and Mike Vrabel have, have been in charge of this football operation. And that's what you've got to appreciate. You've got to appreciate that. And especially at this time of year, guys, what travels? What Now, hmm. we get this win. Defense! Except the Nissan Stadium. Yeah, but what travels? Yeah. Run game, defense mm-hmm. in the playoffs. And, Coach Mack, looking at the foundation that's laid for you, laid for this franchise, you talk about you being here and this is what it is. Now, I listen. I, I'm the first to admit when I when I done said something wrong or my powder wasn't dry and I done panicked a little <laughs> bit around twelve week twelve week eleven week twelve, Coach Mac. I was like, "Hey man, something got to change, man. Like you got to change up the scheme. You got to help somebody out." And guess what, Coach Mac? They just plugged and kept on rolling and saying, "This is who we are. We is no need to establish a new identity when you already got one that you know at some point is going to start clicking and working. You just got to get the right pieces in here. What kind of testament is that to to Vrabel and his coaching staff and saying, man, this is what we're going to lean on. Hate it or love it, but this is who we are. Well, and, and look, I don't blame you, uh, Ron, seriously. I mean, you get you, – you are, you are the ultimate – you are the ultimate hype man, and, and you got to have that. But sometimes your gyro gets tipped a little bit. And so when it does, when it does, you come back to center pretty quick. But, yeah, that, that, that's who you are. You can't go away and abandon who you are. Right. You can't, and especially in, the, in, in, in this league, because people have a book on you. And, and, and you go, you start changing. The first thing that I used to do and we would do as a staff when I was on the staff and we, and we watched the team that was having some troubles. And then all of a sudden we flick on that next film uh, tape and they're doing something completely different. We go, they're panicking. Mm-hmm. 
they are panicking. So here's what we're going to do. We're going to go hit them in the face with a, with a real nice one, two punch and that will put them on the floor. Yeah. You know, so you can't panic. You, you really can't. And, and you've got to be, and, and your players, your players appreciate that too, because they know that when you start saying we're sticking with what we are doing, yeah. that you trust them to do it. Yeah. And I keep on saying over and over coach Mac, this defense is nasty. I mean, it ain't ain't nothing cute about it. Ain't, ain't ain't nothing likable about it. It's just flat out nasty. Like when you watch it, you gotta frown. Talking about panicking, <laughs> what does this defense do to teams when they turn that film on and you see these guys up front twisting, stunting, partying at the quarterback? They did everything, Coach Mack, on the quarterback, but bring cups and juice. <laughs> <laughs> Like I, you know, I knew my guy. I've never, I've never, I've never quite heard it put like that. See, Coach Mac, I got some things too. You got four of those roosters. I got a couple no. things in my pocket too, Coach. Ron, I, I've been with you more than just on the radio. Let's just put that out there. That's enough said. So, I mean, I know what you got. The uh, the the thing the thing about the thing about this defense is, and we talked about it, and we and and everybody knew, and 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 the Titans knew more that they had to get this defense, you know, restructured after, after last season. And they did it. But the first thing is, is you keep the guys that you know are bought in and then you go get dudes that mm. will buy in, but you got to have players. And that's what, that's what they have now. And then some of your younger players have really developed. I mean, how, how much better is and, and more productive and, and just more settled as a professional is Elijah Molden from the first time he played to right now? Yeah. I mean, I, 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 I grind tape pretty hard. I mean, this, this kid, but you know, and, and, and Christian Fulton and, you know, David Long, I'm, I'm bringing up mm-hmm. names of guys that, 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 that substitute in there and, and play a money hooker this year, and, you know, being back healthy has made a big difference. And how much difference has that been able to make for Kevin Byard now? Mm-hmm. Because he doesn't have to cover every hole in the dike, yeah. you know, from, from, from start to finish during, during a ball game. And then start talking about Harold Landry is playing guys exactly like he's played ever since he's been here. But guess what he has now? He's got help. Yeah. He's got help up front. Danico Autry. I mean, what Ooh, look what Danico uh-uh. Autry does. And when Bud when Huge. Bud Dupree is in there, you've got guys and Big Jeff. Look, Big Jeff has done nothing, but when you know when you come in with high expectations because of a number one pick, but you've been injured, mm-hmm. so he fell to the nineteenth pick. But he has done nothing but progress. I mean, he was a beast when he was first out there on a leg and a half, and now he's really something. Yeah. But that it look it, it, it's a mindset. Defense is a mindset, and you've got to be at you know adding adding Cunningham helps. Look, you've got to have nasty, violent dudes on defense. I'm sorry, you have to. That's just the National Football League. We've got a pretty good pack of them now. Mm-hmm. Now talking about the defense in the last uh, four games, Titans three and one. In the last four games, the Titans have given up a total of 200 rush yards. In the last four games. And two touchdowns. That's 50 per game, obviously. 3.1 yards per carry. It doesn't stop there, Coach Mack. In the pass game as well, 214 yards in the pass game. 60% completion percentage, which is exceptionally low in the NFL. One touchdown pass in the last four games allowed seven interceptions. It's phenomenal what they get done up front without having to blitz. Mm Mm-hmm. And that again, and again, I I, I love because I, I know I always love coming on here with you because I know you're going to dig the real numbers, you know. And and to me, that's that's important. But it all goes together, 
I mean, and then what you have, you have individuals that come up that make big plays for the for the team. You know, Jack Rabbit was hurt. Well, Jack Rabbit comes back and makes a huge interception against the 49ers, yeah. right? Turn I mean, the game around. Flip the thing. Yeah, you've got to have your players make plays. And so the more of those guys that you have out there that can do that, the better chance that you have. And, and that to me is so is so very very important. And what you do is you go out and you and you and you play with everything to the wall, and then the numbers will take care of themselves. Now they these this football team right now has got one focus, and I can tell you this because I'm around them enough is the Texans. That's it. Mm-hmm. That's the focus right now is the Texans because we've all got a real, real bad taste right in the front of our mouths from what happened when they came in here. Well, because plus, that was that that was that one point, you know, during that three game stretch there where yeah. Ron was talking about yeah. where he was not keeping his powder dry. Yes. And, and 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 you know, you turn the ball over thirteen times and you I mean all of those things that you yep. can't do. We this team turned it over five times against this team, you know, the last time. And 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 it just points out. I mean, you know, Taylor was the quarterback. Then the the, the the longest pass he completed was 13 yards, and they were still able to beat this football team. You can't let, ever let that happen to you. You cannot. And especially, I'm just saying this for our listeners. The only thing that there's a lot of really cool things surrounding this team, but right now the main focus, laser focused right now, is on this Texans team because win that game, and then other things start to come to fruition well and and you always say uh you know er, any opponent can beat you uh on the way out the texan props to david coley because the texans yeah. had the texas had lost 11 out of 12 they've now won two out of their last three so um the titans the texans will have the titans full attention there's no doubt about it for all those things that you just mentioned uh, but an opportunity to win a game and host throughout and, and get that by it is an unbelievable opportunity for them this weekend and that's why the opportunity to take that is right there in front of yeah. you and you know, you talk about david cully i know david cully personally i don't know if any of you guys do but i mean he gets a job you know his first head coaching job you know at over 60 years old he's a quality quality human being it doesn't surprise me that his team is still playing extremely hard i said that the last time we played them mm-hmm. and i can say it again they are still playing extremely hard there's another team in this division that's not playing real hard right now that's had some troubles. Uh, the Texans are not that team. They are playing extremely hard, and don't mistake it. They've got some good players on this football team we're getting ready to play. Love it, Coach Mack. Thank you very much for the visit. Always enjoy the, the conversation. Mm-hmm. Guys, you guys are the best. Ron, go ahead and crank it back up again. Hawk, hit it! <laughs> Coach Mack said hit it! <laughs> <laughs> I gotta go change my boxes. What did you say, Coach Matt? Keep your powder dry? No, nah, <laughs> no, none of that. I don't, no, no, that is so outstanding. Hey, look, Dawn and Brent, good luck to you the rest of the afternoon. In that <laughs> See you, Coach. Coach Mack on the Mark Spade Real Estate Hotline presented by Farm Bureau Health Plans. Any great health care coverage at an affordable price. Let Farm Bureau Health Plans coach you through it. They've been protecting Tennesseans since 1947.